Hey, you guys, this episode is going to be <laughs> short and sweet and maybe a little different than the ones that you're used to hearing from me. School is back in session and I'm excited and I want to get all that excitement off my chest. Let's go. Hey, guys, my name is Kim Sanders and welcome to You Are Worth the Work a podcast that reminds busy moms that following your dreams ain't all rainbows and roses, but you are worth the work that it takes to thrive in this life. After you listen, please rate and review the episode. Also, if you want to connect with me, I'll have that info for you in the show notes. Let's get started. Hey, you guys, tis the season. Okay, maybe not for everybody, but here <laughs> in this county, school is back in session at the time of this recording. So wishing all of the kids, the teachers, the administrators, the support staff, all the way through bus drivers and anybody else that contributes to the success of our students, I want to wish you guys an amazing, a blessed, a prosperous, a stress-free or less stress than usual school year. Okay. So <laughs> the good guys are in the third grade now, and I've learned a couple of things so far. This is day two of third grade from when I'm recording this. And first of all, there's no snack in the third grade. Did y'all know that? Did y'all know that there is no snack time, no designated snack time in the third grade? Like the cutoff is apparently second grade and these kids don't need no more snacks. I don't know how I feel about that. Or maybe I just have snacking kids, right? I have kids that adore a good snack. I guess they get that from me. I, I love a good snack. Even if it's just like celery and some peanut butter, right? It's after, it's that after lunch, it's after lunch, maybe a couple hours. You got maybe an hour left in your work day or your school day. And you're like, I just need something, a snack. That is what a snack does. But it's all good. I ended up packing extra things in their lunch to hopefully keep them full till three o'clock. They're eating lunch, I think at like 1130 or something like that. So they better fill up on water if not. Um, <laughs> that's so sad. They have a couple of their friends in their class. How many kids? Uh, two kids from their previous class and one of our friends that lives down the street. I believe they know a couple of other kids, but uh, I don't know them. <laughs> That's the thing about having kids who know a lot of kids. Like they know them from chess, robotics, baseball, basketball, playground, recess, extended day, whatever. But they'll and they'll talk about them, right? They'll <laughs> they'll talk about them like, oh well, so and so, da 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 da. And I'm like, who is that? And they look at me like I'm crazy. Like mom, that's Jane from chess. Her name's not Jane, but that's fine. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm not in your class. <laughs> I don't know any of these people and I don't know their parents either. So, so far, so good. Third grade is so far, so good. I asked them about it yesterday. They said it was fine. And so I'm wishing a good year for them. Third grade is apparently very different than second grade in that they are getting letter grades now. So it's starting to get real. Like school is starting to school. That's not real. Anyway, it's starting to get real, like letter grade. So it's not even like meets or progressing 
or needs improvement, it is, you got this A dog, like that's it. And so I kind of think <laughs> that might be what they need. My kids are smart, I think, and I think they rise to the challenge. So I think, I think they'll be fine. Um, their second grade teacher, who was also their first grade teacher, God bless Miss Wing, she prepared them very well for third grade, I believe. She started kind of showing them if they got a grade on a test or a quiz or a something, she would show their percentage, but also show how that equates. If this were third grade, it would be an A. If this were third grade, this would be a B. So I like that. Yeah, so far so good on that. It's been super hot here, like really hot, like in the hundreds. So they didn't even have recess outside, which is wild to me, which tells me that climate change is real. And you can keep, I guess, your opinion to yourself about whether you agree with me or not, because yeah. yeah, they had indoor recess yesterday because it was too hot to be outside, which it was. It was hot. Like I see people running. And I'm like, I don't I cannot even. I sweat outside. Just standing outside, you'll start sweating. It's a mess. I have no problem getting my water in in the summer because it's so hot. But it's been hotter than normal. So the whole reason why I decided to record this episode was because I was excited that school has started, right? Because although summertime has a, a strange routine all its own because my kids go to a lot of different camps, I'm thankful that they are back in school and that we are back to our normal routine of kind of get up, get dressed, get yourself together, get a healthy breakfast, not lucky charms every day. <laughs> that is for the weekends now. But I know that for other moms, it is a bit of a struggle to get back into routine, both for them and for you. So I wanted to share kind of what I've learned over the past couple of years, especially with having kids in sports that help me get back on routine and help them. Like we help each other kind of get back on routine. So the very first thing I do is, and this is kind of similar to when we went to London and to kind of prepare children for it. Well, I'll walk that back a little bit. I actually had to go shopping with them last week because they needed shoes and um yeah the shoe the sales are not hidden like they used to like I don't know what happened we got a few pairs of shoes from one spot but we went to another place and the sales just they they they, they weren't hidden the shoe sales were not hidden we didn't get clothes because one thing I my children are blessed to have both sets of their grandparents here, uh, not in my house, but like within three miles, either direction. And they don't lack in clothes, period. So there was no need to go school shopping because their clothes fit and they have enough of a rotation that nothing is really worn. They wear their baseball jerseys or their practice shirts half the time anyway, and some basketball shorts. What I did pick up were some, um, a couple of polo shirts for them. And a couple of pairs of shorts, some, I get not khaki. Khaki is not the right word for them. And dockers is not the right word either. But you get the kind, the quality of material that I'm talking about. Um, not basketball shorts, not jean shorts. The other thing. If we were to happen to go somewhere where we needed to wear decent clothes, I wanted them to have a few pair. <laughs> and I also bought like some boat shoes for them. To, to Not boat shoes. 
slip on sneakers, like nicer sneakers to go with said shorts and polo shirts. Um, I think they said they're going to wear it on picture day. We'll see what happens when picture day actually comes around. Whatever they want to wear is fine with me. I don't care. Um, but these shoes, my children have gone through a, a foot spurt, not even a full growth spurt, just a foot spurt that I don't have other kids, so I don't have anything to compare it to, but it feels like a lot. In April, I bought baseball cleats in the middle of, mm, was it May that I bought new cleats? No. Was it for state tournament? June. June. I bought new baseball cleats, which means I needed to buy new basketball shoes. So I bought new basketball shoes, bought cleats, and then realized that if I'm having to buy a whole size and a half new basketball shoes that I should probably get them fitted for regular shoes. And I found out that one of my sons, the oldest one, the older of the two, he didn't have any shoes that fit. And bless his heart, he didn't say a word. He said it, I think, with his basketball shoes. And so I've had to buy more shoes. I did find a decent sale, but a decent sale times two is still... It still tells me that I need to keep my job and I need to continue building a business. Basically, let me just be very clear about that. So yeah, the sales just ain't hidden. And if they are, let me know where the sales are hidden because I mm, didn't really find them. Didn't really find them. And that was a little disappointing. Also, school shopping is chaotic on tax-free weekend. I didn't enjoy it. I don't enjoy shopping to begin with. So I really didn't enjoy it, but I'm going to go back to, <laughs> I'm going to go back to routine, but I just wanted, I wanted to share that real quick. So I said this was going to be shorter and apparently I am a blabbermouth. So <laughs> it's probably going to be the same length as every other episode. That's not an interview. Okay. So back to routines. It is important for me to let my kids know ahead of time that we are going back. We're going to start practicing the school routine early, right? And for our house, that looks like, hey, man, you're not staying up till 930 on the Thursday. <laughs> We're going to start dialing this back a couple days ahead of time. We need to figure out, you know, how long things are going to take again because we have gotten out of practice there will be less TV. There will, you know, daily reading will pick back up, things like that. So I started that a couple of days ahead of time. They started school yesterday, which was a Thursday. And so we started Tuesday and Wednesday kind of, all right, this is what we're going to do. You're going to eat. You're going to at such and such a time. My kids are very time detailed and I guess they get that from me. They need to know what time they need to do stuff. And so I tell them, hey, you need to have your stuff done by eight o'clock. TV goes off at eight. And then we read and you can start winding yourself down. So another thing that we did was kind of a dress rehearsal the day before. Hey, get up, get yourself together, do what you got to do. All right, cool. So that I know that they're prepared and that this is not a surprise. My kids don't like these kind of surprises. They like fun surprises. Like, hey, we're going to Universal type surprises. They don't like hey, we got to, you know, you got to get up three hours (laughs) earlier than you normally do type of surprises. So for me and my house, 
it was very important that I let them know ahead of time and that we kind of practiced it a little bit. And another thing for you in particular, mom, start thinking of the things you're going to do for yourself. What are you going to start as a routine for you? Because this is a time where maybe the house is much, much quieter than you're used to. Your routine looks very different. And this is an excellent opportunity to maybe put on your calendar that you're going to research for that book. Or this is a great time to start that workout routine, right? Say the kids are going to go to school at eight. I can work out from, you know, 8.15 to 9.15, or I'm going to start getting up early. So start your routine when they start theirs so that when the day comes, when school is in session, you know, when they go to school for their first day, then you're not scrambling trying to figure out what to do with your time because summertime is a little chaotic. It is a little bit, it is so much different than when school is in. The routine just feels different, like the air feels different and we're only one day in. So I want you to make sure that you are carving out time for yourself now, because that was something that you said you were gonna do. You know, once summer is over, then I have more time to work on my business. Okay, cool, school's in, what now? One thing at a time. We talked about this a few episodes back with Amber, with my friend Amber. Do one thing every day. Build a little momentum. I talked about this on my Instagram. Build, do one thing. And I am a proponent of doing, of eating that frog and completing your most important tasks first because they are the most important. But when you are starting a new routine, when you're trying to get some momentum going, trying to get, you know, get into the groove of things, sometimes you just got to check a box, man. So check a box. Do one thing for yourself. Read your book for 10 minutes, even though you really want to read it for 30. You know, take the walk down the street and build up to walking around the block. That works. Whatever helps you, because if you're in a good routine and they see you're churning and you're going and you're doing well, then their routine improves too. The overflow, right? It's always all about the overflow. So I just wanted to share my excitement that school is back in session. Um, I wanted to give you a couple tips on how to kind of restart your mojo and let me know where these sales are. If the sales are still going on, if you found some, cause they ain't hidden. All right. I'll talk to y'all later. Thank you so much for listening to You Are Worth the Work. If you enjoy this podcast, I'd love for you to subscribe, rate, review, share, tell your friends, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.